What's up? What's up, y'all? This is uh, Emmanuel Joshua Turner, one half of the Bonded by Brotherhood uh, podcast, man. Uh, we're still talking about the uh, liberty and justice for all, but essentially today I'm with a, a very important guest. Uh, it's my main man, my big homie, a mentor of mine, uh, Ernest Bridges. Uh, he is an activist here in the Shoals area. I don't want to say Florence, but the Shoals area. Uh, that, that consists of Florence, Muscle Shoals, Tuscumbia, and Sheffield. Uh, he has a mighty movement here. It's called Wake Up. He is the founder of that movement, and he he's, he's every Monday. It's every Monday, it's every Monday. That, that he comes uh, uh, at 6 p.m. He goes to the courthouse, and he's really trying to get a, a monument uh, moved here. Uh, and just just like we talked about on the last the last podcast, just getting any figment and getting any imagery of racism removed, uh, because you know he, he's educated and he's wanting to get that uh, removed. So I got him here with me today, man. This is my big homie. This is my main man. We in his barber shop. He's a barbershop owner, cutting edge barbershop. Yes, so y'all come see him here in, in, in the float. Uh, way in Alabama, man. He's here. He's been here cutting hair for how long, Earth? 20 years. 20 years. Well, welcome, Earth. Yes, man. Good to, yes, good to holler at you, man. How you been doing yeah, today? Been good, man. It's good to see you, brother. Man, you know, long time no see now. Yes, you know sir. What I'm saying? Long time no see. <laughs> yes, man, sir. But what it is, man, I, I think it's, it's, it's funny. I hit you up. And I was saying that uh, I wanted to do a, a, a podcast with you because I admire what you do. And on Appreciate my, that, man. Yeah, absolutely, man. And and I'm gonna open the floor to you. Uh, but it's funny in the last uh, episode, me and a friend of mine, Andy, was talking. And me, of course, I'm a, I'm an African American male. And I was saying that a lot of times when I'm I'm speaking about. Uh, matters of, of blackness and just matter things that matter to me that me being a father of three african-american girls me just being a black man in america at times uh if i say certain things um white america or, or people that may not understand they may say man is he angry is he upset is he is he mad uh, he don't have no white friends uh, of course i have white friends i work with white i love white people exactly but it's it's almost like my tone is judged exactly in a sense because i'm saying something that just matters to me exactly like, like my passion gets contorted mm-hmm. into anger mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. i'm just passionate about mm-hmm. my people no different than you passionate about your son and daughter exactly no no different exactly. and i was saying uh, in the last podcast like we actually feel the same way mm-hmm. we want the same mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. we want land we mm-hmm. want generational wealth mm-hmm. we want the same thing and you mm-hmm. will be just as passionate if those things were taken away from your appeal you from you absolutely absolutely so i just want to ask you that like how does that feel as somebody that is as passionate as you uh you you run wake up how does it feel for you as far as like when it when it gets missed i know you you exactly. a good-hearted, loving man. Mm-hmm. One of the funniest men mm-hmm. <laughs> that, I, that I know. Okay. How does it feel like when your passion gets kind of misunderstood because you really just trying to do something that will help my daughter? Well, well, it. I mean, it hurts when it comes from your people. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's, it's your people that you're trying to educate, and it's your people who you try to to get to wake up mm-hmm. and to see the world for what it really is. Mm-hmm. You know, when it comes from them, it's it's kind of for me, it's it's kind of like they love to change the narrative. Mm-hmm. You know, you you looking at a race of people who who would keep you from getting educated, but then call you dumb, mm. say that you need education. You're looking at a race of people who will will hold you as a second class citizen 
when they kept you from getting wealth. You see what I'm saying? See, you, they, they love to change the narrative when it comes to us. So when we, when we cry out to them to give us what we deserve, they, they switch it. They change the narrative. They say that, they say that we're, we're using hateful words or we're, we're out here protesting, looting, and all the rest. But we're not out here doing this. We're out here, we're out here trying to get what we deserve. We're trying to get equality. We're trying to get justice. But you turn it around and you say that we're out here being hateful, that we being this. Now, it hurts when it comes from my people who say that I'm out there and I'm being hateful. I'm being, but, you know, if you look back over history well, no resolution comes without bloodshed when you're dealing with this, with this race of people. Absolutely. No, no, no resolution. So we're talking about generations and generations of black leaders that's been slain by them simply because of asking for justice and equality and to, and to allow them to live as a citizen. Mm -hmm. Our civil rights. That's it. Just basic civil Just rights. Just basic civil rights. Just basic civil rights. Yeah. And, uh, and, I, and I know for you as well, and the thing is, and, and to, to, to both sides, our black brothers and sisters, our white brothers and sisters, when we talk about the, the issue of race, we're not specifically pointing out either side. Mm -hmm. We're pointing out a system. Mm -hmm. We're pointing out a mindset. Mm -hmm. We're pointing out a spirit. Exactly. The only time that system, that mindset, and, or that spirit becomes a person when somebody takes it on. Exactly. When a person chooses to take it on when if Ernest is speaking at wake up and he's mm -hmm. talking about the mindset mm -hmm. the system mm -hmm. or the spirit of racism that's right uh, he's not talking about uh, all white people they, are individuals exactly. he's not talking about that exactly I'm talking about the individuals mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. are in authority mm -hmm. and in positions of power mm -hmm. that have that spirit in their hearts yes, yes. that are yes. oppressing black people yes now, if you are somebody that are, is white mm -hmm. and that is not, it doesn't apply to you, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I wasn't talking to talking you, I wasn't talking to you in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. Just get some education, talk with Ertis, have some dialogue with Ertis, mm -hmm. you'll find out, man, he is cool as cool mm -hmm. can be. Well, you got you to gotta realize that I, I protest just about every day, mm -hmm. you know, and... 80% of the people that I protest with are Caucasian. Yeah. They're, they're, they're white, mm -hmm. you know? So if, if I hated that race of people, then I would have no affiliation with them at all. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Okay. See, the thing is, is that we all are needful. We all need each other. Mm. You understand? So it ain't about shedding out any race of people. It's about shedding racism down. It's about, it's about digging that thing up from the root because racism is in the foundation of America. Mm -hmm. It is what America has been built on. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, when you take it all the way back, you're looking, at, you're looking at a race of people who came over here and stole and murdered for land, mm -hmm. okay? And then allowed the Indians to even have anything back from that, mm -hmm. okay? So you're looking at, you're looking at what, what in today's time, you're looking at a person who who came came and brought us over here and taught us his ways. Mm 
-hmm. taught us to murder, taught us to to rob and steal and kill. And then when we do it, they change the narrative. They change the narrative. They change the narrative. We do the same thing you did, but you but we criminalize for it. You walk around on your land. Absolutely. <laughs> you see Absolutely. what I'm saying? So we 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 have to dig that thing up. From where, from where it really originated from and understand it from where it really originated from. Again, like you said, we're not, we're not casting all white people into this pot. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just like saying that all black men sell dope. Absolutely. Absolutely. That don't happen. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so we're not stereotyping. We're just, we're just calling racism out from whoever's wearing it. That's it. From whoever is from wearing, whoever's I like, wearing I it. I love how you say that. That's from whoever's wearing it. And it's an old adage that says a hit dog a holler. Yes. So if if something is said and it offends you, Come on. you might be that hit dog. I need to check. You might need to check yes, something sir. on the inside of your yes, heart to be like, why is a person that he Ernest may not even know you. Exactly. So that means I couldn't have been talking to you. Come on. I'm just talking about a situation and I'm talking about something that is relevant and that lives in society. It lives so much in society on to our next topic that the NBA players today, mm. on today, yes. said we are not going to get on the court yes. because we're sick and tired yes. of us us performing, mm-hmm. but the, the, the United States that we live in not producing for our people. Yes. So it, it, that, that, that's not a color. Yes. That's a system that they're sitting down. Like this system needs to change Come because on. they have white teammates. Come on. So that, that doesn't mean that I'm against the white teammates that Come I have. On. I love my white teammates. I love my white brothers mm-hmm. and sisters. Mm-hmm. But I don't love racism. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. love the system of racism. Mm-hmm. I don't love the construct of racism. Mm-hmm. And I don't love the fact or I can't stand the fact that each and every day in this heightened uh, situation with the Black Lives Matter, the protesting, we still yet have another black man slain. Yes. So when all eyes are watching, when you know it's more likely than not that if I was to kill a black man, that it's going to be a protest, there's going to be some pushback. So if you kill a black man in the mm-hmm. midst of knowing you're going to get some mm-hmm. pushback, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what did you do before the cameras Come came on? on? So God. it's just like, don't get offended. I want to live in a world that I would rather you be more so offended by what's happening than what somebody is saying Same. about what's happening. Come on, exactly. So exactly. <laughs> you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so, I'm so glad that LeBron and them did that today, for, for two reasons. One is, it's, it's the, it's just the right thing to do. Absolutely. You know, they have the platform, and it's time. Mm-hmm. It's time. Secondly, every black male, that's that. See, I, I heard Malcolm X. I think it was Malcolm X that mm-hmm. made the statement. He said that an atrocity anywhere is an atrocity everywhere. Everywhere. So whenever things like that happen to a black male, mm-hmm. whether it be in Chicago, whether it be in Minnesota, whether it be in, in New Orleans or uh, wherever it's at, you know, that should hit home with us because George Floyd's name very easily could have been Ernest Bridges. Absolutely. You know? I very easily could have been him in that position because what did he do to deserve that? Nothing. Nothing. Deser- doing nothing but getting murdered because I try to walk in, in a life that I don't do no damage. 
You know, I try to I try to live a life where I stay on the on the on the on this side of right. Mm -hmm. You know, I try to live a righteous life. And when I'm when I'm uh, when a police approach me, you know, or a police stop me, I don't I don't try I don't get out of character. Mm -hmm. I'm the same artist that that was that I am before I got stopped. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm gonna still try to do things the right way. But when you got someone who whose mind is fixed on, you know, this is a burglar, he's a dope dealer, he's a, you know, whatever, and 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 semi-afraid of you anyway because Absolutely. you're a large black male. Mm-hmm. He's already heightened before he even come to my window. Absolutely. You know? And so now he's pushing the issue. And and he's the one that's armed. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You know? So automatically my life is in danger. Mm -hmm. You know? So we we have to look at this thing for what it really is. But then but going back to what LeBron M did today, we we have to understand that right now in the in the in the with the stage being set the way that it is across America, every black athlete in the world should stand down. Mm -hmm. Because it's time out for us just being entertainment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's time out for that. It's time out for us being the cash cow. Mm -hmm. You know? The only reason why sports needs to be played right now is for the economy. Mm -hmm. That is it. Mm -hmm. You got all of these coaches stepping out now and they're talking about Let's get back. Even though COVID is as, is as bad as it's ever been. Yeah. It's as bad as it's ever been. Mm -hmm. If you were stopping in the beginning, why ain't you trying to stop it now? Yeah. You, you're not trying to stop it now because it's about economics. It's mm -hmm. about making this dollar. Mm -hmm. It's about getting these college players, back, rush them back out on this field. But no, we should, we should check ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we should say right now we're in a moment where we could flip the table mm -hmm. and we could make them hear our voice. Mm -hmm. Because... What, what LeBron them did today, I guarantee you the NBA and everybody around the world will hear that. They're going to hear it. They're going to hear that. They're going to hear that. Yes. And, and, and that's, the, that's the thing. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I tell people all the time, man, all I want to do is be heard. Mm -hmm. I want to have, I don't want you, and I, I guess I'm saying the same thing a little bit of what I said on the last episode, I, I, don't, I don't want no one feeling sorry for me. Come on. Uh, I don't want no man's pity. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we can sit down and have understanding. Mm -hmm. And we can sit down and have dialogue. And you know what? We can educate each other both ways. Mm -hmm. See, I got some, uh, I got partners that I, that I grew up with that, that are white, white men. And we've had some great conversations mm -hmm. over the course to some of them was just ignorant to certain things. Mm -hmm. And they had to apologize on some stuff like, man, you know what, man, I did, I didn't understand this. Mm -hmm. So I would make some statements that could easily be viewed as racist mm -hmm. because I really was ignorant. Exactly. But I applaud each side, myself and them, for being mature enough to not get in our feelings. Exactly. To not get all upset. Exactly. And to actually have dialogue that strengthens our relationship. Because mm -hmm. I believe that if people that's in leadership would be leaders. Exactly. And understand that if we're going to talk about something ugly, the conversation is going to be a little ugly at yes. times. Yes. It's going to get a little yes. dirty at times. Yes. But we got to keep our emotions at check. Exactly. And be in ourselves and be like, okay, I'm going to be level-headed mm -hmm. and understand mm -hmm. that, okay, because me, I'm, now my thing is, mm-hmm. This is just me. I'm not trying to have a conversation with the person that don't even view me as viable anyway. Right. Like the conversation, like you want to be racist, you're yes. going to be racist. 
like, and, and there's no way I could convince you otherwise. Otherwise, so, yeah, I'm not wasting my yeah, breath. That's with a waste you. of time. I, I, that's a waste of time. I'm not wasting my breath with somebody that says, "Man, every four years, election time, race baits and things like this happen." Mm-hmm. That's in your mind, exactly. But in my reality, every day, every day, yes. Races. We, we live in it. We we live in this yes. every day. Yes. Now the media may ha- hype it every four years, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. each and every day I wake up, yeah, I live yeah, in this a- reality. Come on. So you don't even understand what you're saying in that every four years exactly. is is racist. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. understand that, mm-hmm. or it's at least oblivious to truth. Exactly. I won't even call it racist. I would say it is oblivious to truth, and you need some education. Well, I, you know, we live in America. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. We live in America, and and a lot of people will will try to deny the fact that racism exists. Mm-hmm. They they not that they don't know that it exists, but they will try to deny the fact that it that it exists. Mm-hmm. The reason is because it don't affect you. Mm-hmm. It don't stop you. It don't block you. It don't keep you from anything. Mm-hmm. So you don't because you don't have to you don't have to live with this thing every day. I, I have to wake up every morning and, and pray that my kids will live today. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I have to wake up every morning and pray that my kids don't get discriminated at school. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to wake up every day and hope that hope that my daughter uh, gets what she deserves. Just, just that she get what she deserves. That, that, exactly. That she don't have to, she don't have to live in the same America that I lived in. You know, that 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 is it. When my kids get to be my age, would they be, would they be still fighting for what I'm fighting for right now? Mm-hmm. We we live in America. Now I said this the other day at at one of our protests, and. Of course, it got ugly because people didn't really understand where I was going. But I said that racism is like rape. Mm-hmm. I said, if you could imagine somebody trying to describe to you how a, how a man raped them, okay, it's going to get ugly. Mm-hmm. It's going to get nasty. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, when she started talking about what all he did to her, ripping her stuff off her and, and pulling her stuff out and, and penet- you know, the whole nine. It's going to get ugly. It's going to get uncomfortable. It's going to get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You, but you got to live in that mm-hmm. because that, that's what's happening. Now, I said, now, right here in the shows, we want to say that racism, uh, it's not that bad around here. Okay? Well, how can you rape a girl just a little bit? Mm. That man, that's good. That, that's How good. can you rape a girl just a little bit? It's it's impossible. Mm-hmm. See, racism is just like that. Mm-hmm. And even though it, in your mind, it may not be that bad mm-hmm. around here, but a little rape is a big rape. Absolutely. In the mind of the victim. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Oh, he didn't do that much to her. Oh yeah, he did a whole world to her. Absolutely, a whole see, world damage yes, to her. You don't yes. get to define. The torment that she experienced. Come on, brother. You can't define like you can't define. You can't it. define that. Like that's the the torment that she experienced. Yes. This happened to me. I. You can't tell me how big or small this is. Come on. I define Come how on. this affected exactly. me. Exactly. And me speaking out, a person can't. You can't paint the lens for me. Come on. A person can say, man, well, it, it ain't that bad. 
Well, it may not be that bad to you. Come on. Because you got everything that you want. Come on. But me, I could say, see, the thing is, I'm a professional man. And because this podcast is national, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I work at a national place. Mm-hmm. I can't say where I work at. But what I will say, I have a good professional job. job. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. I got a home. I have a beautiful wife with a nice job. We're doing very well. But I still know there's very limitations. Even within my job yes. and what I do, I can see certain things that take place that let me see we have work to do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, in my opinion, it could get very selfish or at least not even selfish, but short sighted just because I feel like I got my few acres. Exactly. I feel like I got my mule. Exactly. It ain't that bad. Yes. But yes. at the end of the day is somebody like myself and like Ertis, Ertis, I was at his house not too long ago. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Ertis got <laughs> He got him a nice setup out there. <laughs> yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. He got him a nice. Yeah. Ernest, Ernest got him a nice setup out there. Yeah, yeah. Barbershop, very nice. Yeah, yeah. Cars, whips, all that, very nice. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I appreciate that. But the that. point that I'm saying that is, if Ernest, how old are you, Ernest? I'm 50. 50 year old Ernest with the nice things that I just said. Mm-hmm. His kids have, uh, yo, our daughter, she already graduated? Yeah, well, no, my youngest is still in, she's in the 12th grade. She's in the 12th grade, about to graduate. Mm-hmm. Other ones already graduated mm-hmm. in college. It, well, she, she's working now. She's working, doing, mm-hmm. the point that I'm making, he already have grown children mm-hmm. that's on their journey, mm-hmm. that are doing well in their life. Mm-hmm. That matters, and that's tangible because mm-hmm. he could very easily be like, man, I just got my kids straight, got yeah, my exactly. nice house. I'm good. I I don't have to worry about anything. He owns a barbershop. What that means is when I own something, I have something generationally that I can pass down. If my daughter started learning how to do eyebrows and edge ups, she could come right Right down to her her daddy's uh, place in his establishment Mm -hmm. and start making money Mm -hmm. and live a good life Mm -hmm. like her dad. Mm Mm-hmm. That matters to me when Ernest gets up and speak because that means everything that I'm saying is not selfish. That's right. Because what I worked for, I got it. Exactly. I'm not being selfish. I'm being cognizant of the young man that I mentored by Emmanuel Joshua Turner. He got three little girls. Come on. He got three little girls. Yes. It's going to be three little boys yes. that grow up to be men that marries them. And I want them to wake up Come and the on. parents that's raising them to wake up. That way that they can make an impact in this world mm-hmm. because I'm not living, living for myself. Mm-hmm. That's when you have a kingdom mindset mm-hmm. opposed to a religious mindset because that's what it means to where I says my life is not my own. Mm-hmm. If it was my own, I got what I, I man, I'm Come doing on, good. I'm good. Yes. I'm straight. Yes. I can get on my motorcycle. Yes. He got a nice motorcycle too. Yeah. <laughs> I can get on my motorcycle, hit the highway, right. turn my music on right. and say, I ain't worried about none Come of this. On. Come on. But the thing it touched, it touched my heart. LeBron James, yes. this man, man, come just, on, he ain't got to say nothing. He don't have to say a word. <laughs> he don't have to say he nothing. Have to say a word. He could have been like, "Hey, y'all, this who? Yeah. They, they ain't got nothing yeah. to do with me. Yeah. Yeah. I got mine." Yeah. But the thing is, when you understand, I feel like as a black man, that's a leader, as someone that even a white person, as a white man, as a leader, any any nationality, mm-hmm. if you a leader, I feel like you should have a responsibility that you want to make an impact on your world. Come on. 
When I say your world, that's your community. That's That's your family. You should want to change your world to say, you know what? I want everything that I touch Mm -hmm. to be better because I was here. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I feel like you should have an obligation to do that. Yes. You know, you should want that. So that's and it is. It's 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 all of our obligation. Well, I mean, because any 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 way anywhere that you go, or anywhere that you are, you should want your community better. If not for you, the people that's around you, mm-hmm. the people that look like you, because this is my this was this is my thing. I wake up every day, and I I, I, I live with 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 this subject in my heart. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the reason I do, like Emmanuel said, I've been successful in my life. So it, it's not about what I what's been kept from me, mm-hmm. but it's it's about what's being kept from the people that's coming behind me, mm-hmm. the many kids that I, that I, that I mentor, mm-hmm. the many kids that I try to educate out here. What, what is going to be in store for them? Because I could have very easily got caught up in that same, in that same system mm-hmm. that a lot of them get caught up in, mm-hmm. you know, very easily. But my, my perseverance was through basketball. You know, I had a love for something else that pushed me and drove me through all of the systemic stuff that could have stopped me. Mm-hmm. You know, I very easily could have gave up, but my love for something continued to push me through it. You know, and so many kids out here that that may have a love for something but don't succeed at it. You know, basketball may not be their ticket. Football may not be their ticket. You know, it's a lot of things that may not that may not help them propel themselves through the system and then they get trapped in it. I got something I want I want you to definitely talk about mm-hmm. because I've heard Ernest talk about this several times, and I love how he talks about it. Uh, and I was talking about it with my wife. Um, I want to say a couple of weeks ago, is because I really want, and it's because of you, Ernest, because mm-hmm. I've heard you speak several times, and you really, I've always kind of been thinking like, man, I want to see more black officers, and that's been something I wanted to see, but to hear how you talk about it. Mm-hmm was when I was just like, man, I, I don't want to see it. It's a necessity. It's a necessity. It's a necessity yes. that we have black officers. Yes. And it's a necessity that now I'm about to go into our house. Mm-hmm. Now, see, at first, I was on our front yard, our front lawn a minute ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we have this house that called Black America, mm-hmm. we got this mansion called Black America, mm-hmm. Ernest. Mm-hmm. Now, outside of our mansion, now we may have some dirty stuff in this mansion. Exactly. We may have in this right room over here, we may have black on black violence. Right. You know what I mean? Now, in this other room right here, we may have uh, uh, fatherless homes. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we may have that over mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. And then we may have uh, the glorification in some of our music of going to sell drugs and things. Like that. Right. This, this is in our house mm-hmm. called Black America. This is some exactly. rooms exactly. that we got some, you know, we got to clean it up. We got to clean some yeah. things up over here. And we got. In our, 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 our house, we have the narrative that even whether it's through music, whether it's through our surroundings or whatever, that we say being a police officer is whack. This is in this is in the house of of the, of the black the black the black America house exactly, exactly. that me and Ertis live in. Mm-hmm. Now it's a lot of beautiful things in this house as well. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. We got Martin Luther King room. We got Malcolm X room. We got a lot of beautiful things. But the reason why I'm bringing up this house is now when you're on the front lawn. Mm-hmm. I don't want you talking about what's in my house. Come on. Okay? Exactly. I don't want you talking about, now you in the front, racism 
Hey man, I want you to get out of my yard. Come on. If I ask you to get out of my yard, racism. Come on. I don't want you to start talking about my what's, what's in, in my, my house. house. Come on. I don't want you to start talking about some. Oh, you got black on black crime. Come on. Hey, don't worry about. I'll clean up my house. Exactly. I got exactly. the people that's assigned to that that's exactly. gonna clean up my house. Exactly. The thing is, I own this property, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I want you off my property. It's simple as that. It's simple, simple as, that. as that. So racism, just stay stay off my property. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. don't be because I know I got black on black crime. Right. But if I could get rid of you, that'd be more brothers that's exactly. alive. And then you gotta realize, okay, racism. If you if you give the black community what they deserve, yes. okay, you will see a whole lot of our problems disappear also. Yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of our problems are in our neighborhoods because of you racism. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? We're talking about systematic ways of there being fatherless homes. Mm -hmm. Okay? We're talking about government taking care of the woman and making the woman put the man out. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Absolutely. So, so we we talking about systemic ways and reasons why there are so many fatherless homes Absolutely. in our country, in, in the black community. Absolutely. You understand me? And then you, we talking about the drug selling. Well, if you give that black man the same opportunities that you have, absolutely. Where and he didn't have to go out there in the streets. I've never met nobody in this area. Come on. That's a black man. Come on. That owns any any poppy field. Come on, bro. I've never met a black man in this area Come on. that's doing that, that owns anybody's boat. Come on. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So, so it's so just like. How, how, how are they getting it? All right. You, how, how is it getting here? It, how is Because we already know. If you ain't got no poppy field Come on. and you ain't got no boat, Come on. you ain't got no plane. Come on. At the end of the day, I know you. It, when it get to you, it got there. Who hands did it come through? Absolutely. Yes. So it's just yes. like, but that's a whole nother topic for another day. But <laughs> I want you to talk about black men and changing the mindset of the black men to where I just don't like that we freely hand authority away. Yes, yes. Like I don't like yes. talk about and, men. And, 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 and that's the thing, you just said it. We we willfully hand that you know, every time we reject the uniform, the KKK picks it up. Yeah. Yes. You see? Because because the mindset of those those racist police officers that are out there killing black men for no reason mm -hmm. that 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 ideal didn't form overnight mm -hmm. david duke spoke this back in 79 i believe it was mm -hmm. david duke the head of the Ku Klux Klan, he said today you see us in white robes mm -hmm. but tomorrow you will see us in black robes mm -hmm. and we'll have on uh we'll be your lawyers and your doctors, and we'll be your police officers. We'll be in, be in blue uniforms. Mm -hmm. So this is strategic. Mm -hmm. This is strategic. This ain't no. This ain't no. No fly by night. It happened over time. It progressed over time. Mm -hmm. So now you got you got kids that was that was raised up to hate black people. Now your police officers out here on these streets. Mm -hmm. You know, and we in the black community. When we, any time you mention to a, a young black male the, the, the ideal of being a police officer. Have because authority. The, because, yeah, because the stigma of being a police officer has been so obscured in their mind. 
-hmm. until they they don't even understand what I'm asking them to do. Yeah. <laughs> you see, because being a police officer is an honorable thing. Very honorable. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 it's a powerful thing. Yeah, absolutely. If you look at it from the right perspective. Absolutely. But the kids, uh, it's been so misconstrued in their mind until when it, when you talk about it, they can't even grasp it. Yes. They can't even understand it. But see, when you got when you got kids that grew up in the black community, police in the black community, they understand that that's just look uh, rah rah over there. He he talks loud anyway. Bingo. You know yeah. that's just in his nature. That's his character. I'm, he ain't yelling at me. He just like I am. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of people look at me and say Ernest is crazy. Yeah. Uh, he he angry, ain't he? No, I'm not angry. I'm from Mississippi. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had to holler. Yeah. Fact. <laughs> Fact. You feel what I'm saying? And, and the thing is, like, the what I don't know why, like our culture. Can be so, it could be it, it could be sold. Like you'll come in and you, I want to take from my culture and sell it. Because mm -hmm. after that, we'll monetize off your oh, culture yes. in a minute. Yes. Because no no oh, culture they, they do it all the time. No culture makes more uh, uh makes more money for all other cultures. For other cultures. More than black yes. black culture. Yes. yes. Black culture makes more money yes. for other cultures yes. than any other culture. Watch this. In the world. In the world. I went to the Revolt Conference. You're going to have to go out there. Mm -hmm. The Revolt Conference, me and my wife went out there. It's, uh, of course, y'all know uh, P. Diddy runs it. Man, it, it wow. was, oh, my God. Like, mm. we. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Like, you sitting right there. Like, you sitting right there, P. Diddy schooling you. Wow. You got P. Diddy. You got Timberland. You got Swiss Beats. Wow. You got uh, uh, Stephen A. Smith, even though I don't like him. You got uh, Chris Broussard. Like, everybody that's in media. Anything you want to do, if they work for Nike, exactly. you got people that work for Nike that is black. Wow. The whole idea of the Revolt Conference is to have black folks from all, all walks of life, from all walks, from all mm -hmm. walks of life, that you take a session from them and they teach you. Wow. And I'm talking about, I ain't even saying half the night, like Tiana Taylor. Mm -hmm. Tiana Taylor is a brilliant young lady. Yes, she is. Like, just yes, for y'all that's is. listening to this, let me let you know Tiana Taylor she is, is wonderful. brilliant. Yes. I sat there yes. and I heard her speak. It wasn't on her being on no cool, I'm entertaining, I'm wearing the skippy clothes stuff. This was on her hipping people to game. Exactly. That's what the Revolt Conference is about. Mm -hmm. I'm hipping you to game mm -hmm. to how mm -hmm. to make it. Mm -hmm. But one of the biggest things that P. Diddy was teaching all of us is no other culture is monetized more yeah, than black culture. black culture. He travels the world. Yes. He said, man, I went to Beijing. He said he was in China. Wow. He said, I seen them with a DJ scratching. Come they on. had a board on the ground. They was breakdancing. Wow. So it's just like they making money yes. off, of off of our culture. Yes. But then yes. going back to what Ernest just said, with my culture, I'm, I talk loud. I'm real boisterous. I got charisma. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't want to accept that of my culture. Exactly. You, so how in the world that you can monetize off uh -huh, of it, uh -huh. but then you don't want to understand when I it. it. That's right. You you don't want me to display it, but and you don't want to understand it. Uh -huh. So uh -huh. if you don't want me to display it, if you don't want to understand it, at least you can send somebody to the culture that has a police uniform on. I understand this. Yes. You can't police what you don't understand. Come on. And a lot of times 
if you're if you're terrified and you're in fear, because I think Shannon Sharp said something very powerful today. Shannon Sharp said he came to the realization earth. He said that no black man is unarmed to a white man. Huh. He said the reason why he said that is because I just realized that we're armed with this black skin that terrifies exactly. you. Exactly. So I already and got already, this. He said I got this weapon in your mind of this black that's, skin. That's good. That's and I good. said, man, that's that was that's, powerful. That's powerful. He said, so my weapon of this black skin terrifies you enough that you, I don't look unarmed to you. Exactly. exactly. I, I don't look unarmed. You, so you, I, you need black kids. We need y'all to be police yes, officers. Yes, we do. And, 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 and until, <clears throat> until that, that happens, I, I, got a, I got a solution that I think will work. Okay. Even right now today, every, every white police officer in any city Mm-hmm. That you have police in the black community mm-hmm. make it mandatory that he attends a black church. Man, that's absolutely. Make it mandatory that he worship with blackness. He'll understand us mm-hmm. in the black church because in the black church we got all types in there. Outside, absolutely, absolutely. We got all types in there. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and on that day. It's, it's the day when everybody guard is down. Bingo. Bingo. You understand? So now he could talk and, re- and get to know and, and start to relate. And I think, I don't want to get his name wrong. I think it's Officer Norman, the white bald head guy. Mm-hmm. And he, that's what he does. Like, I'm going to be immersed in my community. Come on. At the end of the day, okay, for instance, if I came in, Ertis is a strong man. And, and let's say I didn't know Ertis. If I came into the head of the early shop and I said, uh, sit down. Ernie said, man, hold on now. <laughs> like, who was you? Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? <laughs> now, Ernie is, is willing to have a conversation with me. He's doing it right now. Mm-hmm. But if I come in, I say, hey, what's going on, uh, Mr. Bridges? Good to see you, man. Can you sit down and I'll chop it up with you for a second? All right. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But... At the end of the day, you have to come with respect. I understand culture. The and the approach, it, the approach is everything. everything. So all, if I just was coming in here and I realized, man, you know what, man, because me, I know people from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, you're going to meet some one-offs with some folks where you'd be like, man, they just crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, mm-hmm. people are reasonable, they're logical. Mm-hmm. I have not had a moment with a brother that I didn't feel like I could talk something out Come with. On. I've, and that's exactly. white brothers, black brothers, exactly. everybody. That I could feel like, hey man, sit down, man. Let, let, let's, let's reason. Let's reason. Yeah, let's just reason. And the thing is, when you sit down and you reason with somebody, but when you come in, I'm not coming in to reason with you. Mm-hmm. The mindset is, I feel like, like I talked about in the last, I hate to keep on going back to the last episode, but it still matters to this one. When subconsciously, that three fifths of a man bleeds through me. Come on, my goodness! I don't. I it's sub. I yes. when I was in a home when I was five years old, when I, I seen you and you come in the house and my mom double checked every room that you come was on. in and everything about me has the subconscious of the tone from the teacher, how she talked mm. to the black student, mm. uh, different from how she talked to the white student, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How, how Jimmy got up and Dante got up, he disturbing class, mm. and Jimmy, Jimmy, would you sit down? Mm-hmm. Dante go to the office. Right, Every, exactly. Everything about me, I've seen yes. you get minimized mm-hmm. in, the, in my eyes since I was a young child. 
So I look at you from a, a, a minimized position when I see you. So I don't feel like I have to say, hey, man, can I, can I, can I holler at you for a second? I really believe that I get just to say, sit down. Mm -hmm. And then you look at me like a man. Exactly. What, what are you, who are you talking to? Exactly. Now, here I am. I'm going to minimize you again. And I'm going to pull out my gun. Hmm. Everything is coming from a space of that's why just yesterday the young white man that could go through that protest and have that gun to yeah. kill protesters Come on. but yet that this white man 17 17 years 17. old with a gun murdered people mm -hmm. was never with a huge gun on his shoulder mm. was never looked at as a threat to mm. police officers yeah. now mind you this this is in the midst of chaos Come on this is in the midst, in the midst of Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Come Matter. Yeah. You don't yeah. know what's going to go on. on. Now, all these police officers can look at this white man with a gun mm -hmm. and show restraint enough to say his white skin, to mm. me, is still unarmed. Mm. He, still, he has the right to bear arms. All the training that I've been taught and all the stuff I've been taught to navigate this situation, mm -hmm. I can literally put it into activation for this white skin. Exactly. And then I'm going to act crazy when a black man says, I'm not asking you to do anything you don't have the, the capacity to exactly. do. Exactly. I'm asking you to do exactly what you just did for this white man. Exactly. That's all That's I'm asking. All. I'm not asking you to that recreate the, the, the wheel. That's right. I'm saying the same way that you looked at that, that white man with a gun that could kill two people. And you said, I still don't feel like he is a threat, a threat. to anybody. I want you to look at this black man that broke up a fight that said, man, you know what? He, see, the thing is, this is one thing I don't like. I was telling my, a, a, a friend of mine, a white guy. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because this is somebody's mature enough to have conversations mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Like I said before, it's like I could talk about trauma, my wounds and things that go on in my community community with a, a, a individual that just so happens to be white. Mm -hmm. When he shows he concerned, he really cares. Exactly. He want to know what I think about mm -hmm. it because he's like, man, you know what? How do you come and get and do this job mm -hmm. after seeing things like that? Come on. How do you come and do it? He want to really know. Exactly. And I was telling him, man, what I don't like is I don't like the scapegoat. Hmm. I don't like the, because it's always the scapegoat of white privilege. Mm -hmm. that, that I can always escape to and be like, you know what, man, he was opening the door to get in the car. I felt like my, my life was in danger. Mm. But I was telling him, Ertis, I said, Ertis, now at the end of the day, common sense says the man pulled over to be a peacemaker. So how did I come in to be a peacemaker as a puppy that all of a sudden I turn into a pit bull? Come on. So my mentality already showed you I came in with love and exactly. peace. Exactly. I already everybody already, I come came on. in with love. <laughs> I wasn't uh, see so you 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 can't even say I would I could even understand mm. you if I was being violent. Exactly. My mentality wasn't violent. Mm. Before you was you ever got here, I never came in violence. I came, I came in love and love. peace. That's right. So I came in love and peace, mm -hmm. and I'm thinking that I have rights. Exactly. And this is like, I'm not going to sit here and defend my love to you. Come on. I'm about to get in my car and go. And go. But at the end of the day, with this, this, this white privilege that I got, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and then I feel disrespected because mm -hmm. a, a black man feel like mm -hmm. he can turn his back on me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, you got to realize... I got the doorway right now because I get to say, man, my life was in danger. Exactly. Now, 
I didn't see nothing in this mm -hmm. man's hand. Mm -hmm. All I seen was him open the door mm -hmm. and I shot. Mm -hmm. And then here it comes. Now I get all the information. Now you did see this white man with a gun. Come on. You know you saw him. You know you saw yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he lifted his hand yeah. up and waved yeah. at you. So the thing is, that white man, what he did was horrific. It was treacherous. Mm -hmm. It was terrible. Mm -hmm. But one thing that he did was he showed blatant for everybody to see the disparity between the white, white treatment and black treatment. Yes, he showed it right yes, there for sir. everybody to yes, see live and living yes, color sir. to where it's just like I can commit murder mm -hmm. and have a gun mm -hmm. and hurt people and damage people mm -hmm. and I still like I'm not look like I'm not doing no harm to somebody. Exactly. And a black man could be a peacemaker Come on. leaving the scene of something that he was just trying to prevent somebody from getting in trouble mm -hmm. and possibly getting killed like he ended up getting paralyzed. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see y'all get hurt. Exactly. And I got hurt. Exactly. Because all because we need to have appropriate conversations like yes. me and Ertis are yes. having right now yes. and have mature dialogue. And instead of looking what's in our house, mm -hmm. just say, man, let's stay in the yard. Let's just come out in the yard, sit down. Have some conversation mm -hmm. and come to some mm -hmm. solutions. Mm -hmm. Come to some solutions that says, you know what? You know, I put a demand on Ertis. If I see, if I was the chief of police, I say, okay, Ertis. And I'm saying, if I was a white chief of mm -hmm. police, mm -hmm. I say, okay, Ertis, okay, big time. All right, I got two spots opening mm -hmm. for police officers. Yes, bring me back two brothers, mm. and I'm gonna give them a fair shot. Mm -hmm. That's positive dialogue. That's positive dialogue. Now, now I'm pushing the ball right in your court. Exactly. And then we are gonna see. Now I'm gonna see if he he all if about he what do it. if that's if right. he about what. It, that's right. But you see, Ernie saying that's right because. I don't mind that. That's right. All I want is, is dialogue and a fair shake. And the opportunity. And the opportunity. Yes. Yes. I'll go bring you back two brothers. You see what I'm saying? You better know it. I'll bring you back you two brothers. Yes. Just give them equipment that they need. That's right. Training that they need. And we could show them. That's why I was telling people before, like, we need police officers. We need district attorneys. Yes. We need judges. Yes. We need councilmen. Yes. When it comes up again in the next four years, yes. I'm going to be running. That's because the thing about. is, like, Boy, the, see, that's powerful. But the thing is, yeah. I, I, I'm talking about I'm preparing myself, yeah. working yeah. with Casey. Yeah. Because the thing is, it's like we need more people in positions of power. You yes. know what I mean? And I'm going to say this. I was telling my wife the, uh, the other day. Because and I'm saying it goes in line with what we're talking about because a lot of times people that's uh, like myself, leaders like myself that want to uplift uh, the black community, it's almost as though and some people feel like, well, you know, we would it almost they would think that we're going to be irresponsible with the the uh, the power that we have mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. the, the door opening ability that we have. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be irresponsible. Exactly. I was telling my wife before, like. When I have a position open, I'm not just looking for anybody that just so happened to have black skin. Come on. I'm looking for qualified. Quali there you go. I'm looking for somebody. It's a dude that I, and I'll say his name and name, Craig Nelson. Mm -hmm. Craig Nelson is somebody that everywhere I went, I was like, when I was at Verizon, hey, y'all get Come Craig. Craig came to Verizon. Mm -hmm. When I went to the next job I'm at now, mm -hmm. I said, Craig, Craig, come, come on in. Mm -hmm. But the thing about Craig, I didn't baby Craig, I didn't pepper Craig, and I didn't raise Craig. Yeah, there you go. Craig, Craig did everything that he, he needed himself. to do. There you go. He dug there himself. Go. Craig got his own education. There you go. There Craig you go. is, see, like I always say, leaders lead leaders. That's right. 
He's a leader. Dang see, up. I always tell people if if you want to see the mark of a bad leader, he got a follower. Come on. <laughs> you you see what I'm saying? Right. But when you want to see a great leader, he got a leader. Leaders. He lead leaders. My so goodness. it wasn't because Craig was black. Mm -hmm. I love the. It was because Craig was qualified, and I took a qualified black man Come and on. helped him get the position. My lord. You see what I'm saying? So it's just like don't don't discount our, our judgment. That's right. We're not just putting anybody in position. There you go. Don't don't. It's not, it's not about that. It's not about that. It's like I'm not. Ernest ain't trying to just put anybody in no. position. Like, oh, I just want any black man to do. No, oh, no, no I want the no. qualified one. That's right. He's done what he and, needed and then, to do. And then realize this: that all all over the nation, we have to realize that local government is where we can make changes. Absolutely. Local government. See, we, we the mayors and the city councils and the and the and the county commissioners and all all of these different positions that we have, the superintendents. All of these different positions that we have down there, black men, black women, we're gonna have to step up, absolutely, and start trying to run against these, these, these other figures that mm -hmm. are in these positions mm -hmm. where we need change. Mm -hmm. See, that's where the real change starts. But in most communities, we don't even know how this thing operates. Mm -hmm. We don't even know when, when, when vote, when, when do you vote for the man? Absolutely, you absolutely. Know, when do you do? You know, we have to get more involved and more in tune. And then once you get in tune, now it's each one teach one. Mm -hmm. See, we, now we got to turn the flip the table and start teaching and educating our youth, teaching and educating pe our peers, mm -hmm. even. Because mm -hmm. in a lot of situations, our peers don't even know don't what know. time it is and what's going on, mm -hmm. you know? So we have to get more involved. And then we're talking about uh, getting more police officers in our community. Now, we're not, we're not asking for black men to come into our community and not do their job. Absolutely. Come on. Come you understand? We're Man, not I'm, asking, I like you say yeah, that. Keep on going. Ask, we're not asking them to come in our community and not do their job. If somebody's in our community and they're doing the wrong thing, arrest them. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Arrest them. Absolutely. If you got a guy breaking no, just because this is my homeboy, no. We ain't talking about, no, if you broke in Sister Susan's house, come on. Come, you're going to get him. your three years. Come on. Come you on. Know? Come if on. you out here and you selling drugs, you're going to get your 10 years, like, however many, however, whatever it is. You know on. what I'm saying? We ain't asking black men to come in and do do the wrong thing by giving everybody a pass. That's not what we're looking for. Mm -mm. We're looking for people that's going to come in, be serious about their job, do their jobs in our community. But in return, we're looking for our community to come to, to be educated mm -hmm. and to change all at the same time. Oh, that was so, you know? so, so powerful. I'm glad that you brought that up. And that coincides with what I was saying. And we're not asking anybody. And we're not going to lower the expectation no. of the career that you take. Exactly. I'm, I'm not exactly. asking you to lower the expectation of the career that you take. Come on. I'm a person that right now, in the career that I, I'm in, I, I do everything that's governed in the handbook Come that on. was given to me. Exactly. You, you know what I mean? Exactly. If I help somebody to, to get what they need to get situated, I may give them a phone call and I say, hey, man, this is what you need. This is what you need to do. Because mm -hmm. I understand that you may not have been knowledgeable exactly. about this. There you go. Now, I'm going to have more of a passion for him because he looked like me. That's right. You're going to get more uh, information that you may not have got before because I'm going to have a more of a connection with you. And I'm going to have more of a, a leniency for us to come like, man, I'm going to answer a few more of your questions. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure that the next time you come in, you're more prepared and you come with the right information that you need to get what you need to build what exactly. you want. And I, I say that all the time. The, the system 
is not broke. Man. <laughs> the system is working. It's just when you got a when you got that racist mentality, it don't work for us. Bingo. <laughs> it don't work for it us. It don't work all. for us. The system is it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And if the system was being utilized to help all people, we wouldn't have a problem. We would have a problem. We would have a problem. But the fact is, is that you, when you got racist people who are in control of the system, mm-hmm. the system don't work for you. Mm-hmm. And that's where the problem begins. Mm-hmm. So now we got to not not so much change the system, even though there's some things in there that, that needs to be changed. Mm-hmm. There is absolutely but for the mo- for the, the system at large. It's not it's not if if the system at large worked for me the same way it worked for Billy, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't be we wouldn't have no re- I wouldn't have no reason to protest every day. Bingo, wouldn't have no reason. At the I wouldn't end have of the day, no reason. At the, at end, the end of the, of the day. day it all all earth is the same when he said wake up wake up to understanding that you're not getting a fair shake come on and all he's his message is is i want my people to have a fair shake that's it that's it it's simple as that <laughs> man so it's just like man not to well since we gotta we gotta uh end up wrap, wrapping up my, my my final remark is to everyone always know that it's all love from all sides yes it's always all love. And at this time, we need to understand that we all play a role. Yes. And going back to what I said before uh, in the last uh, podcast, if you have a football team, a guard job is to block. Come on. That's his job. That's his job. The quarterback's job is to either pass the ball, make the right read, and give it to the running back. Mm. Running back's job is to run. Mm. The field goals kicker's job is to kick field goals. Mm. The receiver's job is to catch. I'm saying that to say, I'm not asking you to change the world. Mm. All I'm asking you essentially to do is just do what you already do. Play your role. Play your role. If I'm an investor, I'm gonna just research into some black businesses, Mm -hmm. black organizations, Mm -hmm. and some things that I say, you know what? I could take this money that I usually invest, and I'm just going to invest it right here. Yes. I'm going to do what I already do. Me and Ernest ain't even asked you to come off your yacht. Mm-mm. Stay on your yacht. Please. <laughs> Please stay on your Please. yacht. If you've been writing checks from your yacht, I'm not telling you to come off your, come your, your yacht and start ma- marching. Man, marching is not what you yes. do. I'm saying. You know what? In, in, anywhere that you are, I'm, I'm going to add to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Anywhere that you are, you're useful. Bingo. You're useful right where you are. Wherever your platform is, you're useful. You're useful. Mm-hmm. But you have to use it. That's it. The only thing we're asking you to do is find your way. <laughs> find your way to use what you got. You could be in your everyday life. You don't have to come off of your job to come and protest where I protest. You don't have to. You don't have to go to Washington next week when they're gonna have the big protest up there. It ain't about that because if you are a, a, a nurse working in assisted living or whatever you're working in, you can use your platform right there. Right because there. Because I'm not out here to try to change the world. Mm-hmm. My every time I step out to protest and every time I grab a mic and speak, the only time, the only thing I'm trying to do. Is reach one person. That's it. One person. I say if I could, if I could get one person to hear me, one person, 
And see, every time you step foot on your job, there's somebody who you can reach. That's it. Just be on your job. Just be on your job. Do what you can do. Do what you if can you, do. If you see something that you feel like uh, about a year or so ago, it was a, it was a white gentleman or, or, or his wife, I can't remember, but I know it was a white gentleman that seen some black men at Starbucks getting mistreated and they were getting hassled by police officers. Mm. And he didn't change the world. All he did was intervene in that situation. He changed their world. He changed their world. Yes. And he said, I seen them not bothering nobody. Mm. I'm not going to let y'all mishandle these two black mm. men. There it is. That's it. That's it. That's all he did. He didn't, he didn't do no backflips. All he did is open his mouth and said, it's not going to happen while I'm standing Come right on. here. While I'm standing right here mm -hmm. as a person that has the gift to speak up, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we all that have a voice and know the English language Come on. holds that gift to speak up. That's right. To say, I'm not going to allow y'all to do this while I'm here. Come on. That's the role that you could play. Yes. And that is how powerful you could do. That one man playing that role yes. had Starbucks do an entire shutdown for a day wow. to do training for all their employees mm. for just... How to how to just speak it up? But just speak yeah, it up. Just speak it just up. Speaking up like, yeah. now I got. I'm gonna do training on how to have dialogue and interaction with all cultures. All cultures. With all cultures, mm -hmm. simply because this man said this is not gonna happen on my watch. Come on. So all we ask you to do is just be that voice, mm -hmm. be that person of change, and look into yourself internally. Be like, man, what position can I play? Yeah. If it's a letter. That uh, a young black man that you see, man, he getting some good grades. He doing good at school, and he need a letter of recommendation. If I'm a judge or I'm a lawyer, and I may be white, and I've been I've been seeing this young black man that's really been been working hard, and I know I'm a booster at a college, and one letter letter from me can change his life. Come on, write that letter for write him. Write that letter. Yeah, that's all we say. And, and, and you know, and to all to all the our white allies out there, I'm real quick. I just want to say thank you mm -hmm. because. We're, you're fighting a fight that you don't have to fight. Oh, man. You, 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 you don't have to. Yeah, you're not racist, and you got passion for the black community. The black community stands behind you because you're fighting a fight that is our fight. And when you step into that fight, we don't back up. Mm -hmm. We fight harder. So just know that we're out here, we're fighting, we're fighting alone beside you, and we're going to fight harder, if not just as hard as you are fighting. And we thank you for doing what you're Absolutely, doing. Absolutely, man. Like you said, each one reach one, man. Yes. We're in this together, man. Locked arms together, hand in hand, to really get rid of racism out the yard. That's yes. all it is. Y'all be good. This has been Bonded by Brotherhood. This has been my main man, yes. Ernest Bridges, yes. man. Yes. A great activist, a great business owner, a great leader, a great man. I'm glad I got to interview you, bro. Yes, sir. You be good, man. Much <laughs> Appreciate love. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir.